With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Break a leg. Blog Talk Radio. Talk Radio. I'm your host, Lucy Weston, and thank you for joining us for Chick Flick Chat, part of the Here We Are Media Group. I invite you to check out www.herewearewithlucy.com and sign up for our free updates. We never share your info, plus we know you are very busy, so we won't bug you either with constant updates. Uh, it's April 25th, 2010, and we have a lot to discuss today. Typically, Chick Flick Chat is a show where Chick Flick Chat co-host Susan Regazzo and I chat about women's roles and roles for women in movies that have been recently released on DVD and on demand. Hello, Susan. We're shaking it up a bit today. Hi, Lucy. Uh, We are, and there are a bunch of items to cover, so let's get started. Oh, you're right, and it is time to talk about this year's Oscar-winning performances and the female roles that garnered gold for the actresses who brought them to life. In light of the, shall we say, blindside surprise that actress Sandra Bullock received after accepting her award, uh, unfortunately, we have to address the Oscar curse, and that's why this show is called Winners, Losers, Movies, and Men. You know, I think so, too. And listeners can call in at 646-929-2473 to dish about the winners, losers, their movies, and why so many of these talented ladies struggle with their relationships after their golden moments. And what happens when those messages behind those golden moments become tarnished? Yes. There are a lot of ladies involved, so we'll start with the Best Supporting Actress winner, Monique in Precious. Okay, great. Um, wow. Levels upon levels mm-hmm. of emotion in this movie. And it, yeah. it's, I think it was hard for anyone to compete with her. Oh. Um, I have to give a Best Actress honorable mention to Gabourey Sidibe, yes. is that right? That's how yes. she says it, right? Uh, for such a deeply moving performance, it was really, really incredible. Uh, in fact, I think that there were so many underlying issues in the movie Precious. I think we should suggest it as uh, one of the movies we cover as a, in a full episode of Chick Flick Chat. What do you think? I agree. We, uh, we can't do it justice as part of our ensemble show right now. We'll have to consider Precious for a future Chick Flick Chat show, along with the other newly released DVDs. There's so many good ones coming out. This is true. Mm-hmm. So yeah. we'll, we'll discuss it and see. And, you know, if somebody wants to email us and give us some uh, of their own ideas, that we'd be welcome to uh, hear those. Um, okay. In the meantime, um, the other women who competed with Monique are Penelope Cruz in Nine, Vera Farmiga in Up in the Air, Maggie Gyllenhaal in Crazy Heart, and Anna Kendrick in Up in the Air. 
All right, Susan. I mean, obviously, Monique was going to take the award. Absolutely. So, so we'll put that point aside. A very strong performance. Uh, with I did not see Maggie Gyllenhaal's performance in Crazy Heart. Okay. Yes, and I didn't see Penelope in uh, Nine. Okay. So well, let's stick with the up in the air. Uh, Anna Kedrick and Vera. Yes. Uh, first it, of all, uh, about the movie itself, I don't know where it was going. Yeah, it was just kind of one of those movies. It that was up in the air. <laughs> I I hate to go for the cheap joke, but it really was, (laughs) at the end, I'm thinking, I just wasted two hours, like, it just didn't, I don't, and I I love George Clooney. Oh, absolutely, and he did a great job. And as did the women, and I, 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 yeah, there was no point to it, and and I wasn't sure about their their roles, typically, in the the terms that we normally talk about uh, on Chicks with Chat, although the surprise with Vera was that she was, she was sort of the, the the female version of George Clooney, although she even had more going on than he did. Yes, this is true. And she I was mean, juggling. I, have, I I know why she was nominated. I loved her, and then I hated her her character so yeah, much. Yeah, you felt a lot of emotion. Yeah, Absolutely. When she was, yeah, and then when she was on the phone with him when he was on the subway in Atlanta, uh-huh. and at the airport, and she was like, "Well, what did you expect?" Or oh, yeah. really? And she played it very coolly. She did. And it yeah. makes you wonder, um, does she do that often? <laughs> I don't know. Right? <laughs> but you well, you did like her, and you could see why he liked her, and she did. Yeah. And, but as far as, I mean, and it was, it's interesting that she played this very uh, masculine type of a role, mm. where she was out living her life, doing things that typically are what men are doing. Yeah, yeah. And we got to see inside. I mean, we know women are doing it, but at least we got to, and she played it true. She didn't try to... Um, Hide behind, you know, a certain facade. I thought the direction was good that way. It was, it was strong and clear. And she had, she had an objective, and she liked him. And there was, you know, they were spending time together, and it, it was compartmentalized for her. Yeah, yeah. Um, now on to Anna Kendrick. Mm-hmm. I want to see, see what your thoughts are with this. I, I thought she did a good job. I really did. I enjoyed her performance. But <laughs> I have to say, there was that part of me in the back of my head. That kept thinking about Twilight. Really? Yes. I couldn't get Twilight out of my head. Every time I saw her, she was the friend from Twilight. Oh, see, now that's not good for her. I know. Because, you know, you get typecast, but I didn't, I don't, I mean, you know me with the whole Twilight thing. I, honestly, I thought she did a really wonderful job in the -hmm. the film. I'm not sure it was Oscar-worthy overall, but she did have change, and she had a lot of ups and downs, and She's a beautiful young actress, so I think there's a lot going on in, behind oh, the scenes absolutely. with her and her career. Mm-hmm. And uh, but I I I don't know. I, I I didn't see her with the Twilight thing, but though okay. you your I mean I knew who she was. Sure, sure. Did that Most matter to me? Things. Was up in the air. Didn't matter to me so much. Mm-hmm. Uh, I did think that she played. What she did do well was she played like when you're so young and you think you know everything. Oh yeah, she did that well. Yeah. And you then she really? finds out that she doesn't know everything. Yeah, yeah. That's a sad day for us all. Yeah, that's, 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 <laughs> you have to say, like, my mother was right. No, yeah, I don't yeah. want my mother to be right. Um, but, you know, I think they all the mothers are right at some point. Yeah. yeah. I mean, not that she had that experience with the mother. I just use that as an example. But the, there was something where she, you know, she came to a certain mm-hmm. realization and about herself mm-hmm. and about mm-hmm. life. Yeah, yeah. All right, I, I'm sorry. I have to. I have to move on to the. <laughs> I've been waiting to do this show. Uh, on to the best actress. Okay. Now we discussed Meryl Streep. 
and her incredible performance as Julia Child on our Chick Flick Chat show that we did back in August. Mm-hmm. And at the time, I think I said that she's probably going to win the Oscar no matter who else was nominated for whatever movie. Mm-hmm. And I really was stayed with that philosophy right up until they opened the envelope. Um, and I think I still think the performance uh, from Meryl Streep, you know, it deserved to win. But yeah. at the same time, I really liked Sandra Bullock, and I liked what she did in this film, and she was a sentimental favorite. That's it. As you tug on the heartstrings, and you're pretty much guaranteed, you know, the uh, the win. But yeah. um, but like you said, people I know who did not like um, Sandra Bullock, they walked away from the Blind Side having become a huge Sandra Bullock fan. So she obviously, you know, she pulled on the heartstrings. She did, you know? and and well, she did a great job. Oh yeah. Yeah, I think yeah. it was the best thing she's ever done that we've seen, and for it's her. just, yeah, for her it was really from the beginning to the end. She stayed in character, and you liked her, and you understood her ups and downs and her struggles, and, and she was strong, very yeah. strong character, very. obviously, and then she was also very sweet yeah. and caring, and, uh, you know, it's she, she portrayed all of those emotions, and, and uh, after seeing The Blind Side, I, you know, like I just said, I was very impressed with the performance, and I liked that she played such a strong, determined woman. Um, the scene that she uh, gets out of the car and she goes up to the gang members when she's looking for Michael, mm-hmm. yeah, and she says he basically threatens her, and then she turns to him and, and, and says like she has a gun. She taps her purse, and then she gets in the car, and you can see that she has a lot of fear, mm-hmm. and we're fearful for her oh, at God. that moment because you're mm-hmm. thinking, what is she crazy getting out of the mm-hmm. car and going up to them? But she has a mission to find this boy. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, my thing was I thought that that moment was so good because you weren't sure whether she really had a gun yeah, or she just had nerves of steel. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And I guess we'll never know. But right. either way, um, I think that scene, you know, that scene showed the love a mother can have for her child and mm-hmm. the link will go for their, for their protection, you know, risking her own life. And the depth. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah, very powerful scene. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean the whole movie. Just and and I love and I love the little boy in it. Oh the yeah, how tiny, adorable. He was so cute, and the, the whole story was just wonderful. Yeah, yeah. The little boy was a scene scene stealer, and you know what makes that that movie so heartwarming is that it wasn't make believe. That's a real story. Real story. Yeah, that makes it. It gives it that much more power. And, you know, I did wonder, though, I mean, it was, it's difficult, I think, as an actress to portray someone who's alive. Yeah. And the woman that she portrayed is obviously she's alive. And it's, but we feel, I don't know, if, the one thing I do have to say, I'm not sure I felt like I, I know that woman in the same way that I felt from Meryl Streep that I now know Julia Child. Uh, yeah, I agree with you. I agree with you. There was so much more that we learned about Julia Child. Through the performance. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. yeah, because we knew her screen persona, Julia Child, but it gave her, Meryl gave her so much depth. And yeah, we walked away knowing her. You're absolutely right. And I just want to give a, another mention to Carrie Mulligan for an education. Oh, yeah. Very good performance, very strong, a lot of emotion. Uh, and it, was, it dealt with, you know, some really sensitive issues. And I thought she did a wonderful job in, in portraying it and what a breakout performance for her. I'm not sure at the end of the movie I knew why the movie was made. I'm not sure either. But it was entertaining nonetheless. It kept yeah. you engaged. And she, like you said, her performance was just, for me, off the charts. And I Peter Sarsgaard, what a nice job. 
Yes, I didn't realize who he was until uh, uh, I don't know. I, uh, somebody pointed it out to me, and um, yeah, I thought he was wonderful. He did a great job. Very and, and quite the seducer. <laughs> oh yes, I was seduced by him. That's Speaking sure. of seduction okay. and seducers, that brings us to what the media has called Oscar Purse. And we aren't, I just want to tell the listeners that we are not addressing this for the gossip value. Uh, I believe that there are a lot of issues that that this whole um, ideal of the Oscar curse brings up for women. And they're highlighted by the observation that, uh, you know, that there's so many women that are successful and then things don't work out for them. And uh, I, I, I want to get into this. I think that this is really the... All right, let me back up. I have a lot to say, obviously. I'm trying to get it all out at once, Susan. Yeah, Forgive yeah. me. Okay. The whole world knows about Sandra Bullock. Yeah. And, you know, the, the surprise that she got from her booby prize husband days after winning the Oscar. Mm-hmm. And for anyone who doesn't know that's listening, um, Jesse James, her husband, was found out to be having an affair with another woman, maybe even more. And what's especially disturbing is because uh, – Sandra Bullock seemed to be so in love with him. They seemed so together. She thanked him profusely and almost to the point of, like, giving him credit for her win. Yes. And you know what? It was obvious that she was very much in love with him. And I don't think we can take that fact away from her. You know, she did feel supported and loved by him at that moment. Yes. It's unfortunate that this happened when she was at her high. But it seems like it was bound to happen either way, you know? Okay. Well, that's interesting. And that's something I want to come back to, that she wants that it could happen either way. And, And... but when we see women in the media dealing with these everyday, for lack of a better word, human issues, mm-hmm. it serves as a basis for the discussion that we're having. And, and also it serves, uh, do, do they become a role model in a way for other women who have this happen to them? Because there's plenty of women walking around out there in this situation yeah, that aren't I, famous. I think they do inadvertently become the role model, whether they want to be or not. But I think on a whole that we need to re- reevaluate our criteria for role models. And this might be a whole other show entirely, um, but every situation is different. Well, when I say a role model, I, I guess I, that's a somewhat amorphous term in, this, in, in the way that I want to use it. Is, it. is it something like when you have someone like a Sandra Bullock, everybody loves her and she's so sweet and, and obviously she's talented and she's got this moment where she's at the pinnacle of her career and everyone, you know, it's all wonderful. And then three or four or five days later, this happens, and she mm-hmm. slams into this brick wall, basically. Mm-hmm. It's so dramatic and so in our faces mm-hmm. that how could she not be the example for when someone has this happen to them in private to say, like, what is she? what happens with her? Like, how, how is she handling it? What is she doing? Don't you think that that's it's sort of a, just a human nature thing? I guess it is. I, I just That's what I think is the worst part about this whole thing, you know, not that this happened because, like you said, it happens all the time. Um, but in her case, it's in the public. And, and she is going through all the normal emotions that go along with the betrayal part of it. But now she's out in the media. There's this embarrassment factor to deal with. Oh, boy. Yeah, it's The word embarrassment. Her. You are absolutely I mean, from going, first of all, she's being, she's so so high on the world, you know, winning, the, like, I mean, who wouldn't be? And then you could contrast it with being so low. How yeah. do you cope? You know, you ha- and you do go, you're right, embarrassment is certainly, I'm sure, one of the emotions you're going to feel full force, humiliation, mm-hmm. and you're under the microscope. So yeah. it's, and people are, you know, 
gossiping about what he was doing or not doing and with whom and all these things and what she was doing and it, and it becomes a very uh, a dirty open secret. Yeah, and then you know what that happens even at you know our popularity level. You know, you have people talking, murmuring about the situation and and the embarrassment, the humiliation. Right, people always talk about everybody. Yeah, but now yeah, people talk. Sandra Bullock, the whole country. <laughs> The whole world. I know the whole world. It's like how you know how how do you get out of bed in the morning? And mm. and this is what I mean. Like if we see now, obviously she hasn't really. She's made a statement, but she's been under the radar and taking time. And fortunately, I think some of the press has left her alone for the most part. Although there right. were, was a scene I, I saw on the news of she couldn't even get out of the gates of her house oh. with all the paparazzi. So can you imagine the pressure on this poor girl? What she's going through? Yeah. And and plus, also, your heart's broken. Absolutely. Besides oh, yeah. being humiliated and, and yeah. embarrassed, your heart is broken. Yeah. yeah. And we've all been there. Absolutely. You know, and, and then you have to worry about getting a picture taken of you. And yeah. so, so my point in wanting to discuss this is that how do, how do women who aren't in, on, under the microscope this way deal? Do we learn something from this? Do we... Does it, do we can we take away what value can we take away unfortunately from Sandra's very public humiliation what can we take away what can we learn from this uh, you know i think the best thing that sandra's done is to try to keep this as close to her as possible it's very personal and just kind of hunker down and you got to just plow through it what do you, you know you i i agree and and i would classify that as handling it gracefully Oh, that's for sure. Yeah. At that's least in the public and eye, and, and we don't know what's going on. You know, no one knows what's really going on. No, no. you know the saying that no one knows what goes in, on in a marriage because the two no. people in it. Um, so there might have been some screaming matches or whatever has been happening behind the scenes, and, and deservedly so. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, uh, you know, but at the same, you're right that she's. I guess she's taking care of herself now. That's what she's. Yeah. But now that's what she's got to do. And, and she thanked him, so, you know, you have my back, and that was obviously a line from the movie, You Got Your Back. Mm-hmm. And it makes it makes me um, wonder, in life, does anybody really have your back? Can you ever fully trust it? Mm, that's a loaded question. Right? But does, now, if it's making, you know, we're discussing this as part of the the show, and and I think it's very important, but if we're thinking this, other women are thinking this. Sure. Women who maybe don't have a platform to... to you know, share with other people. Maybe mm-hmm. they're home thinking about, you know, they're, they're going to their job, whatever it may be that day, and they're thinking like, oh, I know my husband's doing this or my significant other's doing this and what am I going to do about it? And you, does it, when, the, when women that are going through regular life, not celebrity life, um, see celebrity women going through a breakup uh, like this, does it make them less inclined to strive? For success. Well, I you know I I, wait, I think I left something out there. I, meaning, like when we see Sandra Bullock winning the Oscar, and this yeah. is the whole idea of the Oscar curse. You have these women at the pinnacle of their career; they're taking you know the highest honor that they can achieve, pretty much what most actresses work for their entire lives or career. You get it, and then it, everything starts to fall to the wayside in your personal life. And, and case in point, I mean, we have a handful of Helen Hunt with Hank Azaria. Hillary Swank with Chad Lowe, Julia Roberts and Benjamin Bratt, Halle Berry from Eric Benet, um, 
Reese Witherspoon from Ryan Philippi, whoever thought they'd get divorced, and mm. then Kate Winslet just recently from Sam Mendes. So when you keep seeing this repetitive thing happening, does that send the message like, hey, if you're going to reach for the stars, no pun intended, and, you know, to be the whatever, the CEO or the, you know, chief of staff or whatever it is you're doing in your life, does that Mm -hmm. mean that the message to women is you can't do that, can't have your cake and eat it too? You know, well, I'd like to say that it does does not send that message, but I, I do think it does. However, you do. You think do. you think it does. Yeah. I do, but I think it, it all goes back to the media and to this culture and the and the fact that they're perpetuating the idea. Just because Yeah, but wait, 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 wait. Now I have to disagree with you. you, you I, I don't want to blame the media for that because we're talking about it too. Okay. Okay, so I'm gonna I'm, I'm gonna yeah, respectfully but we don't, disagree. But we're not talking Sandra Bullock at her driveway. No, no, you're right, you're right about that. But at the same time, Susan, if if but this is what's ha- this happened to her regardless of the media. This, yeah. you know, Reese and Ryan breaking up and, and Halle Berry and everything. Those were things that were going on in that marriage probably before, obviously things were happening before they win the Oscar. But then they win the Oscar and it plays out very publicly in a short time period thereafter. Well, so I then, think you're, I think you're hitting the, the nail on the head there as you're saying it's happened in a, such a short period of time that's where the message comes in. If this happened a year before she won or a year after she won, they never, you know, would it be such a big deal? Yes, it would have happened. Yes, everybody would have been talking about it. Right, sort of like uh, Charlize Theron and yeah. Stuart Townsend. Now, they, there was a rumor that they just recently broke up, but they've been together, I think she won, what, seven years ago. Yeah. So that yeah. was a long time displaced from her win, and I agree with you that right. We we're not really focusing on that as part of the Oscar co- curse, and neither is regular media. But, but no, that's why I think it's that's why I, I say it's the media, it's the media because it's that close proximity and it's dirt. So you're saying, like all right, let me see if I understand. You're saying that this is going to happen in any case. Uh, regardless of the, the fact that they're winning, because, you know, the Oscar curse in the regular mainstream media is that you get this and then your man can't handle it, so he leaves you. Now, we already know Jesse James was cheating prior to her winning. Exactly. So that, but then it comes out. But but then does it, is there something subliminal going on where it comes out right afterwards or the, the, the marriage or the relationship crumbles after being on such a high? Does it have something to do with her being so successful? Whichever female you want to well, plug into that equation. Perhaps. And, and part of it, I, I don't know how all of this, this happened. Did one of the other women come out? Perhaps they saw her yes. being successful and they wanted to be in the limelight. So yeah. Is it because of her success? Well, we'll never yeah. know. I mean, there's really you know, no – I mean, we're discussing maybe. it. As a, but, there, but, but even if we can't answer the question definitively mm-hmm. – is this message that this is what worries me is that other women are thinking like, well, gee, if I, you know, if they can't keep it together, yeah, yeah, or maybe if I don't strive on the flip side of that, if I don't strive to, to, you hold yourself back as women because you're afraid that maybe your man will walk out. And you're right, the media is the, is, it can be the culprit in sending that message with touting mm-hmm. the whole thing. Yeah, so I, I tend to think it's not, you're right, it's probably not really a curse. It's more about just general human nature Yeah, and, and relationships. You know, it is a bad message, and do women see it? Absolutely. But that personally, I believe it's an illusion, and that's why I'd like to think we're talking about this, to bring that illusion mm-hmm. into the forefront. Because that's why you, we are talking about it, right. Yeah, 
how do you explain all these other previous women who have been successful and haven't had any relationship problems? You know? Right, like a Meryl Streep with her husband, or uh, sure. uh, any of them, uh, Helen the Mirren, and you know, who won yeah. for the Queen. True, and you know, I I want to let me look at that list. You know, they were when I look at the list that we just talked about with you know Helen Hunt, Hillary Swank, Julia Roberts, Halle Berry, Reese Witherspoon, Kate Winslet. They're all younger actresses. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And and no offense to Helen Mirren or Meryl Streep, whom I think are both very beautiful talented ladies they are they do tend to be in a, a little bit um older classification mm-hmm. so may, is there something with age then um is it well you know what maybe but i don't think it's i think that would apply to anybody i mean when we're younger we're someone else you know that we fall right. in love with the first man we see or so there's the more likelihood of things happening in a marriage when you're younger obviously than when you're older maybe more settled or you, you picked a yeah. better partner or things like that so that's just the human dynamic yeah yeah i think so and then you know i mean of course each case is different then we have you know this jesse james and we see this time and time again in the entertainment industry that that these people they they get entranced with the business and the high life and the partying, and they get sucked in, and all these beautiful women are surrounding you, and you know, and there's it temptation over and over. Yeah, right. So there, you know, and that's and that's just human nature again. And the, yeah. although then you have the spotlight of the media on you. So the scary part here, though, is, is what I want to get back to with this is that it's it's that tarnished message of the you know there's a hidden directive that I think women might be less inclined to strive for success to mm-hmm. a high level. Because it seems like you can't have both. So it's yeah. not good if this Oscar curse is, you know, it's just not, it's, it's, you're right. I, I have to agree with what you said earlier. I don't agree with what you said about the media itself, per se, but I do mm-hmm. agree that the media puts the spotlight on it and keeps churning it, mm-hmm. and then we keep hearing about it, so it starts to become true. Mm-hmm. In a oh, sense. You believe it to be true. You start believing it, right. You start to believe that, oh, maybe there really is something here with this curse. But at the same time, you're right, the, the marriages could have been falling apart and probably were falling apart. Mm-hmm. However, okay. how many people are really thinking beyond just the initial what the media is putting out there? And then you start to, and it's on the magazine covers, and you start saying, uh-huh. like, well, gee, these successful women can't keep a husband, which mm-hmm. is unfair, and I'm not saying that. To anyone who's listening, I am not saying that. But mm-hmm. what I'm saying is that the message to some women may be that very thing. Yeah, yeah. It's, yeah, the message is absolutely out there, but I don't believe it's not real, and that's why we need to talk about this because it isn't real. And and each woman need they need to dictate for themselves how what their authentic self and their authentic life is going to be, and 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 what yeah. they'll put up with, and what they'll take. Right, because if you know, I mean, if you find out the day before the Oscars that something's going on in your relationship that you don't like. Maybe you just go with them and you think, oh, I need the data. I don't want, it's easier just to deal with it. And then you say next week and it, I'll, I'll kick them out of the house. Yeah, <laughs> and then yeah. you happen to win. Yeah. It, uh, you know, we don't, no one knows. But I do, I'm very, very glad that we talked about this because this is something Thank that you. I kept hearing and I, it, was, it was aggravating me that it's just this message. And I, don't, mm-hmm. I really don't want women thinking that, oh, because mm-hmm. of, you know, all these women. I mean, statistically, maybe there's something to it. But then again, like you made a great point that there are also many women in the same time span who've won Oscars who, you know, their relationships have gone, you know, continued. Yeah, exactly. Or it's a far removed breakup from when they won. Mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. Absolutely. But I do think that there are some men out there, and that's not to say that all, you know not all men, but there are yeah. some men that probably do have a hard time handling that level of success. Uh, yes, agreed, agreed. And that's a whole other show. Absolutely. We've got a lot men. of shows coming up. <laughs> I know, right? This show, we've got, we got a lot of things on the uh, on the chalkboard to, to take a look at. Um, we have a few minutes left, Susan. Is there anything else you'd like to add? Um, the only thing I'd like to add is just to reinforce that, yes, the messages are out there and they're everywhere, but they're not the norm and they don't have to be uh, our reality. You know, it's up to us as individuals whether we want to let those messages enter our lives and to affect the decisions to affect the decisions we make or, and our self-esteem. It's up to each of us individually. Yeah, that's a good point. And, and it's also, and I, but I also do think, I, I, when Sandra was thanking him so profusely, you know, there was something underlying in her, her personality. I know she was in love with him, and everything, but she worked for it. She did. She has worked for many years very hard in front of the camera, behind the camera, and you don't get to that level without working your butt off. Yeah, yeah. I don't care who's got your back. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. There is something to be said for the amount of work and effort and diligence that she had to put in, and every other woman who has ever accepted an Oscar has yeah. had to put in to get to that point. Yeah. I don't care what man or woman they're with. That's right. It has to do with them. Okay. And, you know, and I, I love that, like, Jeff Bridges loves his wife, and he was so wonderful with her and everything else, although he did, you know, he loved her for her, didn't say she was why you won the award <laughs> yeah but, but you know so it does kind of but it is it is a nice thing to hear about their significant other but i think that there is something about women you know not maybe fully accepting the credit yeah yeah that they deserve that's true good point okay so that's what i wanted to add at the end <laughs> good point absolutely well susan once again thank you thank and you. thank you listeners for joining us and sharing part of your busy day and here we are and we understand that every minute counts. And we hope our radio shows and our lifestyle information at www.herewearewithlucy.com help to make your life better, brighter, and easier on your way to running the world. I am Lucy Weston, and I look forward to talking with you next time on Here We Are. Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.